Gearheads Podcast. And lights out and away we go! Hi everyone and welcome to another episode on Vinkies Podcast, your podcast about sim racing. Today, one day later, due to some difficulties on my part, really apologize for that, but unfortunately my health has been taken away out of what I was expecting. By the way, we are here, new logo, new lettering, new cover to celebrate this episode and later this week will be available too on YouTube different formats, audio, video, with something that they will be new, uh, but let's see how it goes, and if it goes, I will try to do more on the weekly basic too. But today is our 18th installment. Great week for sim racing, ESL R1 Summit was this weekend, Rand Sport Close Beta uh, came on the 6th, iRacing Drop Season 3, R Factor 2 and Motorsport game are together releasing a full Le Mans game. I don't think it will be something I expecting too much, but let's see. Still is a great week for sim racing, but today I will focus everything in about Rennsport, the summit and of course, like I to say, an interview, not exclusive, <laughs> I will say with the CEO and co-founder of Rennsport, Maurice Hirke. Before we jump straight away in Rennsport, let me break what Rennsport means in the German culture as in German world. So Rennsport is racing sport translating to our English. It's used to describe the very forms of motorsport, of racing activities, encompassing both real-world racing and now a little bit of the virtual racing known as sim racing. The term Rennsport is often associated to intense competitive nature of racing highlights skill, speed and excitement involving the sport. You see range sports in uh, endurance racing, in the 24 World Le Mans, you see Nubring 24 Hours, uh, DTM, so range sport is a German traditional culture, like you see on GDM in Japan. And you see the same way or the same word emphasis in cars too. You see the Porsche Rennsport lineup with the Porsche 911 GT3 RS or the Porsche 911 GT2 RS as the BMW or BMW as you say in German M3 GTS known as a Rennsport variant and Audi R8 too. So it's important to understand what means Rennsport world. And you can ask me why. I think it's important because automatically you know what means Rennsport you know what's going to be about it. When we talk about a game that will say GDM, you know automatically going to be Jap. Fake focus a lot in the Japanese manufacturers. We're going to bring a lot of the culture from the 90s, 80s, 2000s of GDM. So when you talk about Rennsport, you know automatic that will be about touring cars, about more than only what was I was announcing that was GT3 and it's already an exhausted market as we know. And now you have Rennsport as a game. Rennsport is a sim racing game developed by the competition company GmbH. Sorry if I do it or say it wrong. It's a game that provides an ultra-realistic racing experience by rendering specific of the driving a racing car and participating in competitions of the track. Of course, is 
featuring uncutting engine, Unreal Engine 5 graphics that contribute to immersive visuals and realistic environments. And for we know a little bit more, I think the better thing is having the CEO Morris explain all our questions and after we'll talk about my conclusions and break a little bit the news about it. Briefly, a quick note before we jump on the interview, just to give you guys already on everything. You're gonna know that my fundraising is this weekend, a full Saturday, both on Forest Motorsport and Podio in Newbury. So join me and help me on my fundraising, with the goal is to aid me on my difficult times, as you guys know, and of course, aid Mike Million. So join us from 12 to 3 at Podium and 11 at 7 at Forest Motorsport. It will be a fun day and I'm counting with you. But if you still want to help the channel, you can always join my Patreon. You know it's £2, from that £2 half go to Macmillan, half go to me. And of course, you can always sponsor the channel the way that you want. And on that way, will be split again equal 50-50 with Macmillan. But without any more breaks, let's jump on the interview that was recorded last Sunday with Maurice Hebeker, the CEO and co-founder of Hedgeport. So welcome to this moment and great occasion for today. I have the immense pleasure of introducing uh, probably a visionary leader on this year in terms of sim racing. I'm talking about the CEO from Rensport, Maurice Ebeker. Thank you so much for being with me. Hey, great, great to be here. Uh, and uh, uh, yeah, we, we, we are still here at the summit and uh, it's exciting, exciting time we have at the moment. And it's, uh, yeah, it's great that we both can talk. Uh, so I have a lot of adrenaline in, inside. Um, so uh, yeah, that's a lot. So what you can uh, tell us about all this news. So the open beta is coming. You bring uh, four cars and plus one, four trucks. What you can tell us a little bit more, what you can expect on Rensport in the future. Yeah, so what, what we definitely will do, so we had, we had more than 50,000 registration and the pressure now was really high so that we really open up uh, the, the, the beta. Uh, and so therefore we are super happy that uh, tomorrow, uh, or no, uh, at the 6th, um, we, we really can start with the, with the closed beta. And what we will have is uh, exact um the professional uh Rensport version we have here at the summit so what the esl1 pro drivers are using so there are four racetracks uh it's spa francochon it's uh, hockneybring it's nürburgring and it's monza uh, then we have uh, the three gt3 cars as as you as you all know from the other trailers then we will throw in the the praga uh, uh within the next weeks and uh, we have uh, really a lot of other content uh, we plan to release over the next months. There will be LMDH cars, as we talked about, and uh, TCR cars, uh, and a lot of other things. Uh, and also racetracks, racetracks from the US and, and other things. So there will be okay. some, some really great surprises. That's good, that's good. Uh, what you can tell me about all the development of process, so a part of other racing simulators? No, because you now you are fighting a little bit iRacing, no? We are, we, we are not fighting. Uh, I would say there are, there are, there are some, some really good games out there. So we have a set of Corsa, which I really like. 
uh, we have iRacing and we have several other titles. Uh, um, what we have is definitely, we had the, I would say a bit the advantage that we really could start from zero. We do not have to use uh, source codes or things which are maybe 10 or 15 years old. So uh, um, this is uh, definitely a, a great thing because you could can throw in a lot of ideas and really you could use uh, the, the latest technology uh, when it comes to death. Uh, and we also had an, a bit of an additional idea, not only developing a game, uh, mm -hmm. also really B-side developing a game with top sports guys and also developing a sports league, uh, which is super important, I think, for sim racing to establish this sport and really to to uh, create an environment where the top drivers really could live from. We all have to imagine that the top drivers in the world are not able to live from from their sport and they're working every day and 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 they are bringing in all their spirit and. One of our goals was really to establish ESL one or top sporting league where we say there is enough, spo enough sponsorship, there is enough prize pool that the teams and the drivers really could exist. And um, this uh, was one of our dreams and uh, we are super close to, to reach that goal. And therefore, we use Rensport. On the other hand, Rensport is a gaming platform, is a racing platform. And therefore, we are super happy that we now could open the beta and give the game to to the community uh, and get the feedback and make the game better and grow the platform and everything. So we are we are on the way. Yeah, I, I interviewed George Morgan a couple of weeks ago, one of your uh, presenters, and for the ESL, and he was amazing with everything that was developed in Poland. He said it was one uh, one of his best memories that you're gonna have. But let me ask you. So. With this one, Rensport is going to be developed exclusively just for PC, or we're going to have Rensport on consoles? Um, I really would love to have it on console as well, but there are, there are several things we definitely have to think about. At the moment, there is no console in the pipeline, definitely not. When it comes uh, to a commercial side, all people would say, if you invest that much money into marketing and making a brand and, and having Rensport out there, uh, it's just logic to bring it on console as well. On the other hand, uh, we create a platform where uh, app is deeply uh, integrated, where we uh, create an environment uh, where the modding community could do a lot of things, really bring in their ideas, do their content. Um, and there are several other things we cannot bring to a console. So there we will be limited with the overall idea we have Unfortunately, for, yeah. for or at all and when it goes to console it would be a different game or a different project i think and we definitely have to think about over time if it is if it makes sense to do that at the moment the dream we have is just uh possible in the environment of pc and where we are at the moment yep in terms of um, uh, news, in terms of the race, going to have a dynamic time of day, I presume, weather conditions going to be di uh, different, you're going to have track uh, suffering, uh, that is already confirmed. But what is the main um, uh, thing of when you have to create a car, a level of tire physics, uh, car physics from the scratch on the Unreal Engine 5? So there were per, uh, some connection problems. I try to to to. I don't to know what is it. 
Let me go back. Uh, so I'm talking about the what is what could you provide more information about the development of the process of the game in terms of car physics, tire models from the scratch on the Unreal Engine 5. Okay. Yeah. Um, what we did, we, we really uh, tried a lot uh, in the beginning uh, with, uh, with the car physics. So we tried several things. Uh, at the end, we, we took the best parts and really developed it in our own way. And on top, we we really working on, on the tools we could give to the community and to the partners, okay. really to create the best physics for, for the cars at the end. And also, if it comes to, to modding, it's super important to give them the tools for the physics as well so that they really can create the cars they would like to have. So that's the most important. Um, and when, you, when, when we talk about physics, that's always a very important part. And uh, all the people always ask, what is the most realistic game out there? I always say there's several ways to create physics and, and have a get great car movement and give a great feeling to the drivers. Uh, and so we try to do our best in the way that we built our, our physics. We developed the physics by our own. So on top of the things we had in the beginning, uh, and then we involved uh, pro drivers from the real world. And we also involved the, the pro drivers from ESL one to really uh, optimize the physics and, and bring the cars to a stage where both sides, the real world drivers and the sim drivers say, that feels really good. And that's what I would like to have. For example, uh, Felix, Felix Lerner uh, uh, really mm -hmm. uh, uh, talked to us last week and said, I had my car on Monza. And to be honest, it was the first time that, that I really had the feeling this is this is what I feel when I have the real world car and drive Monza. So that was really great to hear. Um, and also on the other side, uh, we have a lot of sim rigs here. People jump in and they are able to drive and they have fun. So it's super important not only create a super high end simulation, but also have a, a simulation where people can jump in and have fun and say, hey, that's great. That feels really good. That feels real. And I have fun to drive. And I think we are on a good way here, definitely. So are any plans to introduce like a ranking safety um, on, on Ren Sport, like similar like you see on iRacing or Gran Turismo 7, because are a little bit different on them. So what is your goal on that? Yeah, they're, they're, they're the guys in the team working on a Rensport uh, rating system, safety system, did will be in the open beta step by step over the next months. So we will start with that. Uh, also in worldwide ranking and all the stuff, which is super important uh, when it comes to a platform where people come together and where people would like to compete. And they also would like to show how good they are. And therefore, it's super important uh, to have these kind of ranking systems. I think we have some great ideas there. Uh, and uh, uh, we will bring it into the beta over the next month. And then uh, I'm super excited to see uh, what the community says. Yeah. Okay. So how does uh, you and Rensport leverage the lastest technology and software architecture to offer cutting edge racing experience? and foster a interactive communi communication, like modding. So why do you think you're going to be different on the modding? It's already announced. For, for, for us, really, modding is super, super important. And I think the decision to go with Unreal 5 uh, was really tricky in the beginning because we, we made the prototype on Unreal 4. And then very early, in a very early stage, we jumped to Unreal 5. 
Um, that was important for us. Doing it in a later stage is nearly impossible, I would say. Uh, and then we jumped on Unreal 5, and that is our strategic decision for the next 10 years. But uh, with all the struggling in the beginning and all the really uh, hard work we had with that, uh, now it really pays back, to be honest. Uh, um, that Unreal 5 brings so many advantages when it comes to, to modding. So we, we, we start talking to the modding guys, to the community month ago. Some of the guys are here and we can show the first uh, modding parts in, in, in Rensport. So we have some tracks, uh, coastal tracks in California or whatever. And for us, it's super important to make it easy to bring existing mods uh, to our system. And uh, this way is quite good working at the moment, but uh, we on top working on tools to make it easier over time. And if you see the results, if you took existing mods from Assetto or other games and bring it into the Unreal environment, you don't have to do that much with all the power from Unreal and all the tools you have there within hours and, and maybe days, you have the same mod ready for our environment and it looks completely different. It's next level when it, when it comes to the graphic style. And that is, uh, I think, a great, great opportunity we have with Renspot. So we can make an offer to say, bring all the stuff you worked on for years or months and then bring it into, into the Renspot system. And when our uh, platform is ready, you can monetize these, these, these stuff where we really invested a lot of time. This, this was always a pain in the ass in, in, the, in the past, in the gaming industry, I think. Modders always make the success for games. So they pushed it a lot. They brought all the ideas in. They created all the content. And they made it all for free. And the publisher said, hey, great, nice. I sell my product and you do my content. And uh, that was uh, definitely one of the things where we said we would like to create an environment where these guys really can bring in their ideas and all their stuff and also monetize uh, their work and, and all the, the ideas they brought in. Yeah, that's, uh, I think you're right, because you see that on Seto Corsa. Seto Corsa was a game that's still being played and that's because of the mod community, because the game himself on HUD and everything was really basic, but after the community made the game and uh, you still even only, for example, Richard Burns, you see people still playing Richard Burns and graphically is not the game that everyone like to see. But the game in physics and uh, the way that the community can bring always something is, is amazing. But let me ask you, what is the challenge as a CEO of Rensport you have faced in developing a racing simulator from, from the beginning, from the scratch? <laughs> you, have, you have all the, all the shit you have when you start <laughs> with the company. <laughs> Uh, to be honest, uh, uh, I don't know how, how much time you have, so but I can start talking about it. <laughs> so you have the idea, you take it to paper, and then you sit there and say, okay, that's 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 all great, but now now it starts. So we need money. <laughs> we need a really, really good team uh, to make it happen. We need partners. We need licenses. Uh, we need all the other stuff. And then you start working on uh, on things and after a while you realize oh my god it all takes more time than i had in, in mind or than i thought but uh to be honest after three and a half years now uh, we are here and uh, really i'm so proud to to feel that we create a team in Rensport with senior guys from development from communication and licensing 
that we, I would say, uh, the first time reached a level where I could say, if I'm not there tomorrow, they can do it and they can follow the vision. And that's uh, so great to see, to be honest. And uh, But that was hard, hard work over the last three years. Uh, uh, we worked day and night. And to be honest, uh, sometimes I asked really myself, is it worth to do that because I have two little kids at home? And uh, you can imagine what it means. I imagine. So, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so it was a long way, but it was definitely worth to do. And it's it's just great to see what we reached and uh, establishing a sport that the, the pro drivers really, really could have a great environment to do their sport and then creating a platform which we and game we now can give to the community. So that's that's all what I had in my mind when we start. And uh, it's, it's, it's great to be here. On the other hand, we are always uh, having the same thing. So we we have to to fight for for investors for the next steps. So we have we have to find the right persons joining our team. Uh, we have to convince new partners. So it's you're always on the way. It's always a challenge. Yeah, but now uh, I would say that all the Central Europe, because I, I used to work in uh, German, so I think people on Central Europe, they have a different way of approach a challenge. So uh, I think a person, people from German, from uh, Czech Republic, from all, they have a mentality, mentality different from this side of Europe. So you guys approach a challenge with, uh, say, the bull from the horns, and you if it's to do it, you do it, and... Uh, like I say, I worked for three years in uh, in German, two years in uh, Wolfsburg and one year in uh, Dortmund. So I know how it is. You jump and that's it. Let's do it. And, uh, you know, it's always a way of Don't, do it. Let's follow exactly. the, the rules. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now was we, we, I remember you have right of right and after we go party. So it's just work, work. <laughs> and after, after, like I say, on Saturday night, everyone was going out, but until there. So I always like that mentality. And I think the rent sport is bringing that think you guys so so step by step everything is coming and when you presented you presented to be the consensus and we know what is coming you know it's not vague and that sometimes we see a lot of the gaming community people say oh we're going to do something and after it's very vague we never know until we try the game and we already start know what you guys are doing and what you are doing and so that's it's amazing let me bring out a question is will the Rensport platform have native support for running your own servers or are we going to be a cloud base, a cloud sorry, cloud base dedicated server options? At the moment, it's more uh, in the direction that we have the dedicated cloud server things included in the subscription model. But that is also the overall tech environment allows us to to do kind of this decision also very late. So I wouldn't say it's a hundred percent decision. Um, and uh, as we did all the steps in the past, we are really listening. What is the community saying? What is what? What does the partner and and the sports guys saying? Uh, and if we feel the 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 decision we made to go in in one direction when it when it comes to server infrastructure and so on is maybe not the best, then we are always open to 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 rethink and 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 do it in the other way. But at the moment, I would say it's more. The idea really to to have it on our side, set it up, but um, with the subscription model, you're completely free to jump in and create all your environment, the sporting you would like to have, and so on. And that's always the main goal with all the decisions we do. Uh, is there the highest possibility for the users, the community, the, the sports guys 
that then that they can create what they would like to have. So our our work is really to create the technical environment and to set it up that the community has the tools to do the things they would like to have. Hopefully, I'm, I'm not lost to you. I, no, <laughs> no, internet on, uh, on UK, we're talking about a country that is so developed, but internet on UK is really bad. I think it's from all the European and the internet connection is, is horrible. It's always pinging, is not the most stable. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Let me tell you one thing. Normally, you just have these problems with the internet in Germany. The, uh, really? This uh, is no, really I, 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 <laughs> I, 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 uh, When I was there, I never had problems. I had one problem, and that was quite funny. It was um, a little bit outside of the, our podcast, but I, I tell you because it's funny, is I, I arrived there, I'm working for, um, I think, three months, four months. I had a partner on that time. The partner came from Portugal to stay with me. And in Portugal, normally what we do is we open the, the web browser and we go see a movie online on some some uh, website. You know, yeah. I don't remember websites. She went to see some series. And I remember after two weeks, I received a letter <laughs> with, a, with a bill of <laughs> 800 heroes. <laughs> Automatic, oh, automatic. Oh, you, you've been seeing this series. <laughs> I say, look, you've been here. <laughs> you guys are very, very risky, you know. Yeah, but you, you did it with your, with your home. Uh, what was mobile. A, what, what was a, on the desktop computer? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let me tell you one thing. I was in in Sri Lanka once. It's ten years ago, and I, I arrived there, and I had to work for two days, and I stayed there for for three, uh, three weeks. And I said, okay, I will work with uh, with my mobile functions from home. So I used this. And after a day, the office called me and said, are you completely crazy? <laughs> buy, buy a SIM card in Sri Lanka when you're planning to work there. But now we have 600 or whatever euros uh, on, the, on the account. You cannot do it. Stop yeah. working with your mobile. <laughs> it, is, it is crazy. <laughs> but let me only ask you, this is a tricky question before we close our podcast. Because you guys have the ESL, and I know that you have providing uh, data for when the people comment. But let me ask you this: considering the importance of the event of streams on sim racing community, especially featuring like multi-cam reviews and output view data, you, does Rensport offer any native tools to support that for us at home, or are we gonna open for other sources? Gonna be open source? No, we, we, we developed uh, several tools. Definitely okay. we needed to, to do this kind of production. And it was also on the on our list very, very early. Uh, uh, and that it's the Rensport spirit. Sometimes it's a bit complex and maybe a bit too much for the team we have. But it was also on our list really creating the best broadcast tools we could have. Uh, because we needed to create a great sport. So we needed for the cooperation with ESL to make that happen, what we have here. And it's this is Rensport spirit. It's definitely the way, uh, the idea that these tools are also uh, for the community and for all the creators out there. Because um, it's also in our interest to give the best tools uh, to the community that they can create great footage out of the game, out of the platform. That then can they can do great footage out of the sporting they do or the activities they do or have on on Rensport. So therefore, definitely, yeah, time over time. We, we, will, we will give these, these uh, tools to the community and to everybody who would like to have it to create great content.
Ah, that's that's amazing. Uh, that's uh, what I was expecting. That's something. So for close here the the podcast because I don't want to take you any of your time because you are inside of ESL now on on the Sunday. It's quite hard. I know short of time. I just want to ask if you can tell us any more cars that you're gonna be coming. Anything that you can give us a little bit of surprise or nothing that you can close with us. There, there will be. Some surprises this year, definitely. Okay. And as I said, um, I, I can promise there will be LMDH cars, there will be TCR cars, um, um, prototype. There's the Praga is in, and there are also other things in the pipeline. And uh, uh, there will be some some really nice surprises, I think, uh, when it comes to content uh, over the next month. Okay, that's perfect. Thank you so much, Maurice, for giving me this opportunity. I think it was something good having you here and uh, talk with you for this part so for my part thank you so much for everything it was great talking to you and uh, all the best and uh, uh, yeah hopefully we see each other let's do a follow up <laughs> within the next days or weeks first of all my heartfelt thank you to Maurice and to Felix Offer for having the patience and their welcome to have me and join them on my podcast I have to say that that made me complete my week that's been a really disaster in terms of health but this one made me and put me on a good spot so thank you so much from the bottom of my heart and I can say after the interview and after what I analyze from everything that Rennsport is a game made by sim racers for sim racers and that is a very good point of course on the interview was announced a lot of things that are already everywhere on youtube in a lot of the news but i think truly recommend you to have a look on the video of random cosine is an honest review about everything that he saw in the summit and gamer muscle where he explained with more detail about the mods i will add a link in the description of my videos on YouTube and of course on the Spotify too. But resuming, Maurice told us that he's gonna come loads of cars, LMDH cars are coming, TCR cars are coming and that will be added to the better. Uh, so it's already good, but I think for me where they shine is on the modding. Let's remember that the set of course is a perfect example of how a developer commitment to mod support early on its development make things much more extremely and easier to work in the future so i think following this path of line they are an open up under a box and is a exist unlimited power so but now let me say two points that i think are really important i could see that the unreal engine still have some limitations from the videos that i saw of course you have to remember i recorded with cameras are not full clear but they're showing that it's still a little bit of sharpness to be done it but the fact that Rennsport is wor working close with other teams show that how serious about mode sports and about everything they are uh, doing from the moment from now second point is console still a blur in the horizon and that was what we saw in the interview it's totally understanding as I think as of course the competition didn't break that barrier that have on Forza or on Gran Turismo 7 that are focused only on the console's majority. So I think with that and probably the modding will be very difficult, but I, they are not 
closing the door, but on the moment they are focused only on PC, and that is what is about sim racing on the moment, it's only about PC. The closed beta, you know, is already available since the latest 6th of June, and players will be able to try some of the cars and the tracks on single player or lap mode now. Rangeport plans to roll it out to more people, unlocking more modes, including multiplayer function functionality where players can create their own servers. I think that is everything we learn, and I think is they're doing a lot. And they open, like I said, they keep opening a Pandora box. And I say one more time, this is a game made by sim racers for sim racers. Other thing that it was really good mention is the price pool on ESL uh, R1 formats and how they want to bring that to the players, and that's very important. But let's break what is the ESL R1. The ESL R1 is a sim racing concept aimed at creating virtual motorsport that appeals to a younger audience, supporting by EFG, ESL, Faceit Group and utilizing the Rangeport platform as we know. The last event or summit take was Munich last weekend and was an in-person land setup with 24 drivers. The team championships have already been determined during the early online rounds, with Team Redline, as you know, taking the title like we speak on the last episode. The final day of the event was introducing a unique point format that consisted in continuous sprint race until specific conditions were met. And for me, this is the best emerging and probably was bringing uh, the best fights that I saw on eSport on the last times. I think land races environments are good, bring a better close-to-close -close race with teams around, human support, people sharing, so it's always good. And for me, the important thing that we saw in case of any accidents, penalties, the stewards are around, they can show and bring, for me, a less toxic environment as we've been seeing in online races and been across all this year in the sim racing community. But let's break what was the race. The final day, a unique format was introduced and that was involving the sprint races without break until the conditions were satisfied. Initial goal for competitors was to accumulate 160 points, which uh, every winning is 25 points, and activate the finalist mode. Once in a finalist mode, the first driver to win without other, another race will claim the championship. However, <laughs> that can be tricky because you can have, always have a player that reached the 160 and after not we have another win. So and that was what we saw. We saw. Uh, races coming without interval betweens and coming and coming. So Marcel Sniski claimed the victory, earning the prize of 45,000. James Bolvin, that everyone thinking that will, will have the win, lost it two corners away, two races before that. So it was <laughs> drastic, was uh, difficult, but I think the event was bringing intense competition and unique points of format. I think the partner between Rensport and ESL is working very well. It's a format that's going to be difficult to stay, but in my opinion, is a format that is better for us because it's a little bit different from the motorsport. But sim racing, in one way, is not we cannot emulate the, uh, the races that we see full in a motorsport grid. So I think this is the way for the future. 
in such a way for the future that in 27 and 30 of July they will return to Riyadh for the first ESL on Saudi Arabia. I think, sorry, not the first one, because last year I think it was the same, and that they will have the Rocket League 2, Rainbow Six, Fortnite, and a couple of more. The total on ESL prize pool will be 1 million, and the total on the pool from all the games is going to be 45 million. The structure don't going to be part of the ESL season, but we don't know nothing about teams, drives, or championship the way they're going to do it on lineups so we still have to wait to see but I think is reaching levels that are huge for the sim racing and with that we reach the finish line of this exhilarating episode we want to express our sincere gratitude to everyone that's been listening, we reached the 4.5 on the last episode in the Portuguese one, so it's very good. I'm really thrilling for sharing this with uh, and all this world of sim racing with you. Remember the excitement don't finish here, stay tuned for future episodes where we'll continue to explore the latest new developments and unforgettable experience in the world of virtual motorsport. Until we met again, keep the racing spirit alive. Keep your dreams and embracing everything that can and keep pushing the limits like I do daily. From everyone on Wing Gear Z, take care, stay safe and keep fueling your passion. Goodbye. <laughs>